Welcome to Do Tell, where we dwell on the everyday lovely. My name is Ryan, and it's my hope that this podcast encourages you in your relationship with God and helps you focus on the lovely life He has given you. Hello, everyone, and thanks for listening to our second week of goal and vision planning. Last week, we covered that the most important thing about goal setting and vision setting is seeking the kingdom of God first. We talked about how a successful goal from start to finish is a goal set with God. I asked you to look at your goals, pray about them, and find Bible verses that go hand in hand with them. In our dwelling moment today, I want you to take a minute and pull out those verses you found and read through all of them once again. If you didn't have time to do this last week, I want you to take this time to dwell in the scripture and find those verses that will stand behind you and go before you and your goals. Go ahead and pause this podcast, and when you are ready, press play again. I am so excited to continue this topic today of our goals and visions. Before we get into our word, I just want to get us all on the same page as far as goals and visions go. Last week, we talked about renewing our mind to the word of God. As I was thinking about that today, I realized that we need to have a renewed mind towards the word goal and vision. I have been listening to people and reading a lot about this topic and realized that people view these things differently. I know by now that if you are following along and participating with this podcast, then you have already planned your goals or set your vision and even found Bible verses to connect to them. However, I want you to take a minute and think about what you think of the word goal. What thoughts, emotions, or words do you associate with the word goal or vision? Do you notice they are positive or negative? As we are setting our goals, what are you actually setting? What baggage have you added to the word goal or vision? When people set goals, Some are setting things, some are setting customs, some are setting failures, setting doubtful hopes, setting work, setting habits, setting expectations for themselves because of other people, and some are setting talk. What I mean by these things is some people just write down all of the things that they want to be better at or that they are interested in or things that would be cool to do. But in reality, there is no strong desire after these things, and the commitment needed to make these things achievable is too much of an undertaking. Their list is too long, and they won't be able to commit to all of them. So eventually, they will be left having given up on all of them or holding strong to a couple of their goals. By customs, I mean some plan goals because it was January 1st, and that's something we do here in America. When they are asked what their New Year's resolution is, They want to be able to provide an answer, and that's as far as they will go. By failures, I mean they are planning for things that are not for their good, and even if they accomplish them, no good will be gained from them. Doubtful hopers are the ones who really want this thing to improve in their life, but have no strong foundation or support to give the strength they will ultimately need to see it through. They set these goals, but in the back of their mind, they are already believing they are going to fail either based on previous experience or just doubt in themselves. By work, I mean people have thought through these goals, have planned them well, are fully committed to them, 
And by fully committed, I mean that these goals are going to consume them. They will lose themselves in them until it's accomplished or do whatever it takes to make them happen, good or bad. They believe that the only way they will accomplish these goals is through over and above hard work. By habits, I mean people are making goals to change their lifestyle and create new values in their lives that hopefully bring about good in their life. By setting expectations for themselves based on feedback from others, I mean people are basing growth in their life off of what others think about them and their choices. Their goals may change constantly as people's views of them change. By setting talk, I mean some people are looking up all of these things that are supposed to bring good for them. They have researched tirelessly and found some things and will talk about them forever, but the actual doing of it never happens. Notice how I didn't bring up God once. I wanted you to see what barriers you already have in achieving your goals in your mind. Because like we talked about last week, having a renewed mind to the word of God is so important in knowing your worth and what we should value in life. If you are bringing baggage to goal and vision setting, you need to let that go. You need to give whatever is holding you back to God. You need to renew your mind to a God who is walking beside you in your goals and vision and wants to see you be successful. Now it's time for the word. Let's dig in. Lord, I thank you that your word is alive and active and that it speaks to us as we read it. I thank you that we have ears to hear it and you give us a new revelation today. Matthew 13 verses 1 through 9. That same day Jesus went out of the house and was sitting beside the sea. But such great crowds gathered about him that he got into a boat and remained sitting there while all the throng stood on the shore. And he told them many things in parables, stories by the way of illustration and comparison, saying, A sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seeds fell by the roadside, and the birds came and ate them up. Other seeds fell on rocky ground, where they had not much soil, and at once they sprang up, because they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they drained up and withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them out. Other seeds fell on good soil and yielded grain, some a hundred times as much as was sown, some sixty times as much, and some thirty. He who has ears to hear, let him be listening and let him consider and perceive and comprehend by hearing. Now let's skip down to verses 18 through 23. Listen then to the meaning of the parable of the sower. While anyone is hearing the word of the kingdom and does not grasp and comprehend it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is what was sown along the roadside. As for what was sown on thin, rocky soil, this is he who hears the word and at once welcomes and accepts it with joy. Yet it has no real root in him, but is temporary, inconsistent, lasts but a little while. And when affliction or trouble or persecution comes on account of the word, at once he is caused to stumble, and he falls away. As for what was sown among thorns, this is he who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the pleasures and delight and glamour and deceitfulness of riches choke and suffocate the word, and it yields no fruit. As for what was sown on good soil, 
This is he who hears the word and grasps and comprehends it. He indeed bears fruit and yields in one case a hundred times as much as was sown, and another sixty times as much, and in another thirty. I would say that this is one of the most popular parables in the Bible. I have read it so many times, but not once ever related it to goal setting and vision planning. But these scriptures are all about hearing the word of God. And our focus last week was seeking first the kingdom of God in our goals and our vision. And we do that through reading the Bible and praying. I hope you enjoyed finding Bible verses that went hand in hand with your goals as much as I did. I took time this morning to do this. And I was amazed at how many more Bible verses I found that stood with me in my goals. So many that ignited excitement and gave me victorious hope in these goals. I realized as I was writing them down just how important they were going to be and standing strong in the things on my list. I have been talking about setting successful goals. And this parable we just read showed us how to make our goals 30, 60, and 100 fold of what we plan them to be. See, God does not hide things from us for our protection in the case of wisdom. Every time God provides wisdom or direction to us, he also usually tells us what happens if we choose another way. In this parable, we saw that there were many different places where his word was planted. The soil, roadside, and thorns being symbolic of our hearts. God is sitting there telling us, look, I'm not going to force you to be good soil but I will be transparent with what happens to the soil you choose to be. Just like in the Garden of Eden, God told them what would happen, that they would surely die if they ate from the tree. God does not trick us, nor hide the truth from us. He is completely transparent, because he wants us to have his best. He wants us to live our best life down here, and he knows the key to make that happen. God tells us what happens to us depending on how we view his word. The seed scattered on the roadside, where birds came and ate it up, is for the people who do not understand the word of God and don't seek clarity in it. The devil comes and takes away even the little bit that got into their hearts. Then the seed in the thin soil is accepted happily and with eagerness, but there is no root to the seed. So when any kind of resistance comes against it, there is nothing to keep the seed in the ground, and it is uprooted. The seeds sown in the thorns, while they hear the word, they care more about the desires of the world than they do about the word, and it is overtaken by other cares, so growth does not happen. Yet the good soil, he hears it, understands it, values it, and it increases a hundred to sixty to thirty times what was sown. This is exactly what I was talking about and what people were setting with their goals how they were viewing and accepting the word, goal, and vision. The only way that you and the word work together is if you know what the word is and you stand in faith with it, expecting it to be faithful. You can't have baggage that goes into our vision and goals with God. That produces doubt. That produces ill will. It produces unmotivation. We need a renewed mind and a free spirit in these things. We need to be good soil, hearing the word of God, accepting it, and expecting it to produce. Now I want to move us a little further in the goal setting and into the vision making. You have already prepared yourself for it. You have sought the kingdom of God first. You have spent time in God's word, and you have found Bible verses that back up your desires. 
You've prayed and sought clarity with God about them. You are now in the vision. Habakkuk 2, 2 through 3 says, The Lord answered me, Write down the vision. Write it clearly on clay tablets so whoever reads it can run to tell others. It is not yet time for the message to come true, but that time is coming soon. The message will come true. See, I see the vision in my life that God has given me so clearly. I have my vision board made. I have verses that go with them. And I stand in agreement with God. I know that I know that I know that these things are going to come to pass in my life. I know because God has put them in my heart and encouraged me to pursue them. I know that if I am discouraged in them, I need to build myself up in God's word. That if things come against them, I speak against those things. And I guard my heart to the truth that God has given me the victory. I am unshakable in my vision. It has been planted in good soil. And the only product that comes from that is a hundred, sixty, or thirty-fold that is above and beyond what I originally planned. Now you need to set your heart that God has given you these dreams and this vision in your life and that he will see you through it. But you also have to choose to be good soil. You have to choose to continue on in your journey. Psalm 37, 4 through 5 says, Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Job 42, 21 says of God, I know that you can do all things. No purpose of yours can be thwarted. John 14, 10 says, If you only knew the gift God has for you and who you are speaking to, you would ask me and I would give you living water. I hope you have dreamed big with God. I hope your goals are as big as our God is, that you have sought him and not put any limits on what he can do. I have some things on my vision board that God is truly going to have to do for me. There is nothing I can do to make it happen. I have found Bible verses that speak to that desire. I declare them to the Lord. I praise him for giving me the desires of my heart, and I know it is his will for me. Don't be afraid to put your faith in God, because he is a faithful God. All he requires of us is to be good soil, to stand in faith, to be obedient to his word. 1 John 5, 14-15 says, And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. We serve a good, good God who cares for you. These goals and this vision are set before you to increase your livelihood. You keep this vision in your heart. Proverbs 4.23 says, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. This vision is between you and God, not necessarily between you and the whole world. One of my goals this year is waking up at four in the morning to go to the gym. I told someone this, and they immediately scoffed and said, good luck with that. I immediately told them, no, I don't need your good luck. I am going to do it in the name of Jesus. The desires that God has put in your heart, they're for you. God hasn't given everyone the same dream, so be wise in who you share it with. If you are strong enough to be able to shake them off and say with confidence what you're going to do, great. But surround yourself with people instead who are going to support you with your vision and help keep you on track and in the word of God. The Bible does say in Matthew 18, 19, 
If two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. If you have someone to share it with, that is a blessing. But if you don't have the but if you don't, you have the Holy Spirit inside of you who comes in agreement with you, and he will be your second person. When things come up against you, remember Luke 1:37. For with God nothing shall be impossible. In Philippians 4:13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I pray over your goals and vision and stand in agreement with you that God wants to give you the desires of your heart, that these things line up with the word of God, and that you are going to be victorious. I encourage you to look at your goals daily, to speak those verses you found and read them daily, weekly, monthly. And if things come up and you have setbacks, give yourself grace because God's mercy and goodness follows you all the days of your life. He has mercy and grace for you too. The thing that the devil would love more than anything is for you to give up, get mad at God, and never do anything powerful with him in your life. Don't let him get to you. Remember, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Continually renew your mind to God's word. Keep reading your Bible, keep going to church, listening to preachers. Today I want to leave you with this. If it's not good, it's not over. Romans 8.28 says, And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. Watch God work things for your good. He also says in Philippians 1.6, I am convinced and confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will perfect and complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. If it's not good, it's not over. Watch him turn it all together for your good. Thank you for listening today. I hope that this podcast has encouraged you and given you a better understanding of what God's word says about him and what that means about you. You are good soil and God has good plans for you. As you go out this week dwelling on the lovely, do tell yourself and others that God is good and he has good plans for you.